receive. Believe you receive, and you shall have what you desire. Big emphasis on belief. We are believers, okay? We are believers. We gave our lives to Christ, and now we are identified as believers. So if you believe, you receive. Believe you receive, and you shall have what you desire. So that's what the healing school is about, so we can hear and believe. Hear the word of God, and faith comes by what? And hearing the word of God. So believe you receive, and you will have what you desire. And we're here in healing school to run out every bit of doubt. When you hear the word of God, it just runs out the doubt that says the enemy wants to tell you, you're never going to get what you desire. You're not going to ever get uh, what you're believing for. But that's his job. That's his job. He's a thief. John 10, 10, the thief comes not but to steal, kill, and destroy. So if any time you have that kind of doubt or that word comes to you, you'll never get this. It'll never work for you. That's the thief talking to you. And I'm telling you, you don't play with the thief. If a thief comes to your house, you're not going to play with him. You're going to get rid of him. You're going to tell you, you know, do all your business to get away from him and get him out of so the thief comes but to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I came that you might have life. And how many know healing and walking in health is life? And that you would have it more abundantly. So any word from the enemy, anything that will come against you believing that you are to be healed, you'll know that's from the enemy. So you've got to exercise and train your senses, your senses concerning healing. So the Bible specifically, in, especially in the writing of John, is a good source to teach us what Jesus wants us to know. God gave us an instruction, and he also gave us a prescription for receiving anything by faith, especially healing. So we know through the scriptures that God is teaching us about healing. Jesus always, again, comes to healing school because where he is, there is healing. Where Jesus is, there is healing. And what? Salvation. Because what is salvation? Salvation, breaking it down, the Greek word for salvation is sozo. And in salvation is our health, healing, deliverance, safety, soundness, preservation, and prosperity. All that. When you get saved, a lot of people say, I got saved or I have salvation. But do you really understand everything that comes with your salvation. Thank God that you, you're not going to hell because you gave your life to Christ. But he wants you to walk in every one of those areas. In salvation is your health. It's just a part of it. It's just a part of it. I expect to walk in health because I'm saved. I expect to walk in deliverance. Whatever is trying to hold on to me, I expect to be delivered. If it's not lining up with God's word, I want to be delivered from it. I want to be delivered from fear. I want to be delivered from poverty. I want to be delivered from lack. I want to be delivered from shame. But it all comes in my salvation. The more you know who you are. So Jesus is here for us to understand that he's going to make us safe. You know, when I go about my day, so much going on in the world, but in salvation is safety. So when I drive, you know, all kind of things going on, and I just Get in the car, and I don't care what the enemy tells me or 
try to make me shame. I get in that car, and I say, Lord, I'm, I'm praying for the angels to be encamped around about this car. Protect me from all hurt, harm, and danger. Thank you for sending the angels to, to prepare a pathway of safety. You know, it's okay, because that's who we, what we have in Christ. And I believe him to take care of me. And I thank God for the saints of uh, old, I would say, some of my mom's friends, that was, she would, uh, we would spend the night with them. And, and she, she the, the woman, the mother of the uh, family that we would stay with, because my mother never owned a driver's license. So my mother never, well, only time she would dri drive is when she would get pregnant. She'd get a special burst of something. <laughs> so anytime she would, she would, something would happen with her, and she would get at least her permit. She would get a permit, and then, but she never got her license. She just would get a little bold. Uh, but um, so, but, but her friend, she also kind of has some reservation about driving. Uh, but she would drive, but she would not get in that car, drive that car without talking to Jesus. So we remember her as a little child, as children, hearing her stand over that wheel, and she was one of those kind of drivers. She was like 10 and 2. Y'all know how to hold the wheel? She was 10 and 2. She just had it like that, but she was talking to the Lord, and she, we, was, we were a little shaken because she looked like she was, but she was talking to God, but the safety was there. So you can believe for safety. You can believe that God is watching over you and protecting you. I mean, again, everything we're talking about is about believing. Believe in the redemptive package that Christ has given us. Health, healing, deliverance, safety, and soundness. Soundness is huge right now in the day we're living in. I have a sound mind. You know, the enemy may throw different thoughts. No, that is not my thought. You talk back to it. I line my thoughts up with the word of God. The thought will come. You'll always have this. You'll never be delivered from this. No, my thought. I have a sound mind. I am not uh, given to mental problems. I'm telling you, as long as we stay close to God, this is a part of our package. And the world will tell us that you have different challenges in this area. But Jesus said, I will keep you in perfect peace. If your mind is on me, if you trust in me, and that's why we have healing school, that's how, why we have church, that's why we have our gatherings, so that you can hear the word of God. Yes, you can read at home, but it's something about coming together and hearing the word of God, being reminded that he said, I'll keep you in perfect peace if your mind is stayed on me because you trust me. Only way you learn how to trust him is you come and you hear him of you know who he is. I can trust. I can't trust somebody I don't know. I can't put my confidence in him. But the more you hear the word of God, the more you trust in him. And now, even when things look like it's all out of sorts, because I have salvation, I have a sound mind. And I have I have a sound mind. I can trust God for everything that is going on in my life, working for my good. All things work together for your good because you love the Lord and you're called according to his what? His purpose. Amen. So, again, Jesus is at healing school, and wherever he is is salvation. He is our salvation. So salvation and healing is a person, and that person is Jesus. And he always comes. So he's here, 
and we receive him in Jesus' name. And your spiritual senses can be trained just again like your physical. We're here today training our spiritual senses. Just like our physical senses can be trained. Again, many of us, you know, it depends on where you are. Some people say, well, I don't want to work on my physical senses. So that's sometimes goes over into your spiritual as well because it takes some work. Training takes work. Just like the Bible says, train up a child the way they should go. Train. Train is not just telling them. Train is showing them how to do it. And so sometimes when it comes to training your senses for this physical, you don't want to because you don't have to. But if you want to have a long life and you want to be strong and have strength, then you train your senses. And also in the things of God comes spiritual. There are some spiritual senses that we need to train. We need to hear what the word says and follow the directions of the Lord. It's nothing, no, no good to just come and hear the word and then just walk away and do the same thing that you did before. Again, you can do it, but it's not going to benefit you. So we want you to hear the word of God, and then uh, wisdom is, is hearing the word and then operating on it. So we take the word of God and we use it as we go out. So your spiritual senses, again, can be trained just like your physical senses. Your flesh, believe it or not, your flesh can be trained to resist what it used to crave. Your flesh can be trained to resist what it's used to just, I got to have this, I got to do this, I got to do that. But it can be trained. Once you hear the word of God, you might have been trained to say, I don't feel good. I'm sick. I am miserable. God just doesn't hear me. You got to change that. With training, your spiritual, your flesh needs to be trained. So sometimes to, to others, we used to hear it say, people would ask us, how are you today? And we would say, we're blessed. And sometimes we would get attacked by saying we're blessed. Well, that's what the word says. So that's what we're training our senses to say what the word says. He said, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. For his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, like y'all doing today, does he meditate day and night. So I love you guys because you're here to coming and pressing in to hear the word, not only in the morning services, but the afternoon service and the evening service. He says you're blessed because you walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. But he says his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law, do you meditate day and night? We're hearing the word of God, so we, this is how we train. We meditate on it day and night. Because how many know the enemy don't necessarily just knock on your door in the morning? He don't just wait till the noonday. Or right before you go into bed, he'd like to try to tell you how this is going and that. So you meditate on the word day and night. Then he says, you'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit, fruit of praise, fruit of healing, fruit of deliverance, bringing forth his fruit in his season. And it says, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatever, whatsoever. That's Psalms 1. So y'all got that one down. Psalms 1, the whole chapter. 
she shall not wither, but whatsoever you do shall prosper. So you got to train your mind. Say, I say that. I say whatever I do prosper, even when things don't look like they're prospering. I say what the word says about me, and that's what you have to do. That's the training that you get. You hear the word of God, and you say what the word says about you because you got a lot of enemies. you got a lot of family. you got a lot of neighbors saying other things about you. So you don't need to say what they're saying. You need to say what the word says. And his delight, your delight is in the law of the Lord, and that is what you meditate on day and night. You will have an opportunity to meditate on what she said about me and how she treated me and how he mistreated me and, and what he thinks of me. No, that ain't what you meditate on. See, this is all a part of our physical healing as well as our spiritual. And we have to do it every day. That's why we, uh, Scripture says, give us this day our daily bread. Every day, you're going to need something. You're going to need to hear from him daily. I need, give me my daily bread. And then this one scripture says, and his mercies are new <laughs> every morning. Every morning. This is another morning to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you. His mercies are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. How many has God been faithful to in your life? God is a faithful God. And you know what? I'm so excited because he is not through being faithful to you. you, are, you he is going to continually show himself in a big way because you are diligently seeking him. There's rewards for those who diligently seek him. So you have to remind yourself, you got to exercise that he is a rewarder. When it looks like things aren't going right, nope, he's a rewarder because I diligently seek him. Okay, so anyway, we're exercising. So you, your spiritual senses can be trained just like your physical. So you got to train your flesh. The training is recognized and choose good. The training to recognize and choose good from evil comes by exercise. So turn with me to Hebrews 5. And we're going to look at verse 12 through 14. Again, the training to recognize and choose good from evil. I'm so thankful y'all chose good this morning. Chose good to come and hear the word of God and know that it's God's will for your, you to be healed and to walk in health. And we say again what the word says. So Verse 12, Hebrews 5.12 says, For when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you, again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness. For he is what? He is a babe, but strong meat belongs to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses, here we go, exercised to discern both good and evil. So again, we have to choose what is good and what's evil, and we got to choose the good and leave. So we're training our, our bodies, we're training our flesh, 
uh, of what is good. And we allow the Lord to direct us and help us. You know, last week, last Friday, I believe it was, uh, Sister Tommy said something about it's good to, um, it's just good sometime to not eat and just give your digestive tract a, a, a chance to, to rest and, and just go, uh, I don't know how long she said, 24 hours or a day or so, two or three days, okay. And uh, when she was saying that, I said, mm, that's good for somebody. But you know what? The Lord started dealing with me. And, and so it's, it's like you just, um, you hear things, and it's just good for you just to be able to discern. So you exercise yourself, and you just, the scripture says, it is he that worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So when she was sharing that, I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. But, you know, I don't know if I could do that. But the Lord has blessed me to go a whole day. I mean, so far, and I'm planning to go for my three days with just liquid, just clearing, and it's his strength that is working. I'm not telling everybody to do that, but you, it's a lot of times you hear different things, and sometimes your, your, your mind, your senses will try to shut it down, and you're not sure if that's what God would have for you to do, but you have to be open to what God has for you. And if he works it in you, if he puts it in your spirit, and so I said, Lord, okay, this is look like the way you're directing me, but you're going to have to help me. You know, so I got to the place where it says, you know what? I'm not hungry. I just want something. You know how it is? You just, the Lord has given you the ability. So, again, I, I'm, I'm thankful for, you know, and I, I know what the scripture says. I know, I'm not sharing with you all this to get any glory or to get a, re, you know, I want my reward from heaven. I'm just saying you, you don't. Put yourself in a sense where you think you can't do certain things because you open yourself every day. God can direct you and you want to be open to his direction and, and expect whatever he has. I, there's some big things I want God to do in this ministry. There's some big things I want him to do in my life and I want to get out of the way and I want him to be able to do it. And so I'm just expecting him to, to show up. Y'all heard the testimony. One day I went on a, when I met Pastor Godot and the world and everybody was uh, telling me, my family and, and my church and everybody was saying, I can't marry him. Don't marry him. Run from him. And, and it was one of these, uh, uh, the church I went to, somehow in my spirit, the Lord told me to just go on a three-day fast. And that was, you know, I looked like food just like everybody else. And but I needed to hear from God. I wanted to, because I prayed, you know, one time. I said, Lord, I know mama's God. I know daddy got God. But I need to know you for myself. That's the prayer I prayed. Be careful when you pray that prayer. And it's a good thing because you want to know God for yourself. But that's what I did. I said, Lord, I need to know you for myself. So when these people are saying I can't do this or I shouldn't do this, I need to hear from you. I need to know what you're saying. And I believe God, during my three-day fast, when I wouldn't speak to pastor, I mean, he wasn't pastor then, he was needing Jesus, and, and getting closer to him, but he hadn't got there yet. But, but I needed direction from God. And during that time, no television, just shut up with God and just enjoying the presence of God, reading the word. And, and God, he revealed to me that it was okay. And it was those, that, that time with God that I, I had like a 
catapult in, in knowing him. Now I know his voice. I know his direction. And then there's several times, another time when, when we were getting ready to start Calvary, and we put us on another three-day, and there's different times. Because it's not always that you go without eating for several days, but, but when you believe in God for certain things, you, you kind of know what he wants you to do. And uh, so, I mean, what God has done in 38 years, to me, is just so powerful to get in the direction from God, but you don't stop. You know, you get, we still fast, we still pray, but there's certain times that he'll give you those special fasts. And, you know, even in the ministry, uh, we've, we've been around people that have said, well, the Lord put me on a 40-day or this or that. And, and one lady was about to pass out, and we were, like, telling her, you're not well. You know, you, you need to make sure you're hearing from God. And I thank God that, that uh, well, I'm just saying, <laughs> talking about exercising spiritual don't get into the flesh. You can get into flesh trying to be spiritual. Please understand what I'm saying. God puts people in your lives. He puts leaders. So sometimes people want to get more spiritual than the pastor. Or they want to get more spiritual than the evangelist. And they want to, but now you got into the flesh. So you don't want to do that. So th this lady, you know, unfortunately, the enemy was able to get in. And she took it so far that she ended up going into an institution. It wasn't because the word doesn't work. It's because you have to do it according to scripture. And you got to do it, really be led by the spirit and not your flesh. See, the enemy would love to get in. When you start getting rebellious with your leaders or getting rebellion against the word of God, then you're opening the door. And Satan don't care how he comes in. Y'all understand what I'm saying? I'm not trying to. And so I am so uh, thankful for a church that is teaching us the full counsel of the word of God. But we're teaching you how we're, we're talking about the training of what is good and what is evil. And, and we're, you're not babes anymore, so we're, we're steadily growing. We're growing to the point. We may be babes in certain areas, but we're growing in certain areas, and we can get into the strong meat. But I'm just, when I shared that about my, my testimony, it's like, you just want to be open to the leading of God. You want to hear what God is saying for you. And I'm believing, again, for bigger things for God. I'm so thankful for what he's done already with our ministry. Because like I said, we went on the three-day fast, uh, Pastor and I and some of the leaders in the church, and, and watched God just give us the direction, gave Pastor the vision, gave him the, the how to do it, who to move with, and and it's been beautiful, but there's more to be done. There's more to be done, and I just feel like he, he wants to do another big work in the ministry. So there's, they're even building, uh, getting ready to buy this building. We went on to another fast. So there's just different times that God will lead us. But as a congregation, the things that God wants to do individually for us, it's a part, all of our health, everything that we need comes with us just trusting God. Don't put a limit on God. Okay, so you see there where it tells us to exercise um, in the area of to discern both good and evil. So your senses need to be um, sensitive to the word of God. So God is, not an absent, God is not an absentee father. He is always talking. He's always leading. 
and he's always guiding. One of the things is he's guided you and led you here today. So, you know, just like a, 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 a radio, radio station, you know, whether uh, it's always broadcasting, whether your, your radio can receive it, <laughs> whether your radio can uh, receive it or not, the, the waves are still going. So the God is still speaking whether you're listening to him or not, is basically what he's saying. God is still leading to God, but we want to be sensitive. We want to train our senses to hear what he's saying to us. And he, he speaks to us through our, our leaders, through our church, through our pastors. He'll speak to us, and we should just grab a hold. As we're learning to get to know him, you know, some things you don't have to try to figure out on your own. You just follow the vision. God's given us a vision, and he's going to take care of us. So, amen. So he's not absentee father. He's always speaking. So, again, whether you receive from God or not, there's nothing wrong with the sender. There's nothing wrong with God. <laughs> but it's what you receive. And that's what he wants us to receive. So the problem is on the receiving end, not on the giving end. We need to tune in to his voice. And that's why I applaud each one of you that you're here because you're tuning in to his voice. So I want you to believe that you receive and you shall have what you desire. Amen. The word of God that you get excited about is the one that works for you. The word of God that you get excited about works for you. So we have to work on, you know, sometimes we're excited and sometimes we kind of back off. Be excited. Be excited that God sent his word to heal you. Be excited that God has a plan for you, and in, for that plan to go forth, you have to feel better. You have to feel good. So again, whether you have that full manifestation right now or not, you want to keep your mind on the Lord and thanking him and get excited about it. So the word that you get excited about is the one that works for you. So what do you have to do? If your excitement seems to wane, you need to pick up the word again concerning that area and start rejoicing in him, thanking you, Lord. I have not received it yet, but I know your word is true. I'm excited about, because you have not stopped giving, and so it's up to me to receive. So speak and believe that healing is happening for you. I have to do that. All of us have to do that. All of us individually, thank God that we're here together. But Kalila go home by herself, so she got to say, talk to that, the enemy trying to tell her contrary to what the word says. We have to pick up our own excitement. The word that you get excited. See, some things are easier for some people. Some people can believe for finances. It's no big deal for them. And they're, they're excited about it because they know and, and then there's some people that get their healing, and you're looking at them and say, how did they do that? But they're excited about it because they believe for it. Some people can got relationships, can get along with people, and you're struggling with this or that, but whatever you're excited about. So we want to stay excited about the whole area. I gave you the whole salvation package. We need to be happy about a sound mind. Are you excited about a sound mind? When there's so much 
turmoil in the world. Be excited about that. And when you have a sound mind, again, you're saying what the word says about you. I got faith. I believe. I am blessed. I'm blessed because, again, I am doing what God has told me to do. <clears throat> so uh, one definition of hope, again, expect, expectation. My definition of hope is a, a white, hot expectancy with an outstretched neck. A hot expectancy with an outstretched neck. Pastor, remember he always talks about when you're expecting something, it's like you're at the bus stop. It haven't come yet, but you know that bus is coming. So you're stretching out, and you look, and you look at your, your watch, and you say, well, it's, it's supposed to come at a certain time. So you're just expecting. And that's where we, we have to be in our, we, we hear the word of God concerning healing and health, and we expect it. So I don't know about y'all, but I believe in to live a long life. And I don't want to live a long life if it's not a life worth living. Okay? And that's what he wants us to have a life worth living. He came that we would have life and life more abundantly. So we need to be excited about it. You know, like I said, you, you just get out of yourself. Like when Tommy was said what she was saying, and I was like, mm, I don't know about who's going to do that because I don't think I ain't going to do it. But then he'll drop it in your spirit, and, you, and, and before you know what you're doing. So it's the same with your area of health. You just believe in God. Lord, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I thank you in advance because I see it. He said if you can see it, you can have it. Amen. So we wish for that. And look in Mark 11:22. Jesus said we should have faith, the faith of God. So Mark eleven twenty two again, pastor always tells us, don't let a familiar scripture get familiar. Because this is what we're walking in every day of our life. We have to, in order to please God, tells us in Mark eleven twenty two, Jesus answering said unto them, what? Have faith in God. And I don't even have to ask you how many of you since last Friday had an opportunity to get out of faith. Have an opportunity to get out of faith in God. That's why he says, have faith in God. Faith comes by and hearing by the word of God. So when you start, look like the enemy's trying to get you out of faith, you get back. Because, again, Jesus is always speaking. The radio is always playing. It's up to you to, to get that receiver on and receive what he's saying. So, again, we, when we, we say what the word says. So don't say you're praying for it. But say that you have it. So some, to some people say, I don't know, just like, People that used to get on us about saying you're blessed. I said, how are you going to, people would say, well, how are you going to say you're blessed when you still, your nose is running and, and uh, you, everything, your needs aren't met and you're still catching the bus or this and this and that? No, I'm blessed. It's okay. Because I know, I, thank God that I can catch the bus. Thank God that the, the, the route takes me where I need to go. 
And when the time comes for me to need a car, if I need a car, then the Lord's going to supply that. But you stay thankful for what you have. You know, and just know when you hear the word of God, he supplies all my needs. So if he supplies all my needs, well, according to either my health, my, my, my transportation, my family, whatever it is, anything that's separating me from the abundant life, I need to hear what he's saying. He says I can have life and I can have it more abundantly. So what is that to you? What can you believe for in that area? What is it that you need him to show up in? When you know that he's a very present help in the time of any of your trouble, and when you know that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him, then you get excited. Lord, I don't know when my car's coming, but I know it's coming. I don't know when my full manifestation in my body is coming, but I thank you that it's coming. And basically, according to the scripture, I have faith in God, it's here. And I thank you, Lord, for revealing it. Thank you that I'm walking in the full manifestation. Because I, I truly believe, I mean, I'm not up here just to be saying something. I know God is a rewarder of them who seek him. And I don't, it, it's different ways that God will minister health to us. Again, he will show us different ways. He is greater than, he is the great physician. So he knows things that the doctors don't even know. And thank God for the doctors. But he has a way to bring peace to your body, peace to your mind. And that's why we want to get to know him. Have faith in God. Thank God for the doctors. Thank God for the nurse practitioners. Because sometimes the nurse practitioners look like they know a little more than sometimes the doctors. I mean, because they look like they, they take a little more special interest. But you thank God for them, but you have faith in God. Thank you for what you can show me. And you all know, you heard me talk about last week. I thank God for Google. Google. I thank God for the Internet being able to learn different things. See, scripture says people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. So you mix what, what you receive from the, the, uh, the, the knowledge of the word and you mix it with the word. He says, yeah, uh, because they didn't mix it with faith, they weren't able to receive it. So we're going to mix what we learn from the secular and put it in with the spiritual and because God made it all. So we already have it, amen? So uh, turn with me to Psalms 107. Again, we've kind of quoted it, but we want to get to where it's just second nature to us. Psalms 107, 20. It says, God, and, and he sent his what? Okay. Sent his word on what? Healing. He sent his word in every area. He sent his word. Okay, y'all there? He sent his word and healed them. How many of us are a them? I'm a them. Amen. I, I, I'm looking at Marcia over there, and I just, I'm just thanking God for her. I'm not going to put her on the spot unless you want to testify. But I just remember, I just love the word of God in his faithful people. She's just one of many. There's many people in here. They say, you know, what about me? I'm faithful too. I ain't I'm just saying. But she's uh, not only faithful and coming, but she's just a, a, 
She loves to give and serve in so many different areas. And I remember when the doctor had given her a report. And she was coming in, and she said, like, I'm still coming, but she was kind of dealing with some things. But she said, she starts saying what the word said about her. Do you mind sharing a little bit with us? Amen. I'm talking about, I mean, look, I mean, I'm just telling you, God is good. Look at her. I mean, oh. wow. Well, the doctor one time told me that I wasn't supposed, I mean, that I needed a knee replacement, but I believed, and I came to church. Use the mic. One, oh, came to church one night, and there I was. Pastor had said, somebody's in here with, that needs, uh, has a problem with their knee. I threw my Bible down, ran forward. He laid hands on, and that was like, what? Nine, ten years ago. Then not too long ago, they told me that I would never walk, that soon that I probably wouldn't walk again. I had a collar on. I was going, Darlene Hollins was taking me to the doctor because I couldn't drive. Here I am. I told them I serve a different God. They told me I had breast cancer. They put the chip in. And they said, the three women there, they said, tell us why you're here. Tell us your name. Tell us why you're here. I gave my name, and I said, so you guys could tell me I have something I don't. <laughs> and they said, no, you don't understand. I remember Tommy Whitlow, I told her. When, but anyway, here, they kept saying, no, you have to tell us you know why you're here. I said, I won't. And finally, they'd given up on me. I said, I serve a different God than you. They said, well... We're going to call you in three days to we could start the radiation. She called me the next day. She said, we can't find it. I got more, but I won't hold up all your time. Oh, okay. Then the next they told me that I had, uh, that I had colon cancer. So they had kept me from here to here. You know, they were going to put, remove my bowels, the whole bit. I have everything still. <laughs> so, but I had a grandmother that taught me, and, I, and yeah. So mama might have dropped me off at church, but she was helping me. <laughs> in, in Jesus' name, here I am. Hallelujah. You know, you hear in the scriptures about how God healed the woman with the issue of blood and and how God healed the, the daughter and, and how God healed the blind man and different things. But when you can just hear the different testimon testimonies within our, in our ministry, like she said, mama might have dropped me off at church. She didn't know necessarily. She might not have stayed there, but she got her where she needed to go. And then she had a grandmother to speak. You know, so God will put different people in your life. But how many know, just like I'm sharing with you, you can be put in the right place. But you, it's up to you what you receive. See, the, 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 the message is going forth. Many people hear it, but you have to shut your mind down for the enemy being able to tell you what, you, what won't happen to you. Some of you even hear in her testimony, well, that, that's her. You know, maybe because she's a giver or maybe because, well, all of you are givers. Hello? All of you are faithful. But, um, but I, just, I just remember when she came in with that brace and I know how she is, but, you know, but she was not going to let it stop her 
from coming and she was speaking just what I'm saying with you now. She had faith in God. She was speaking the word of God. And that was before, you know, she got the, the manifestation and the full doctor's report, whether again, she's like saying, I'm not going to let y'all put on something on me, <laughs> make me say that I'm sick when I believe I'm healed. You know, there's a way to do it, and I know she did it in a proper way because we don't want to get in the doctor's office and just make a spectacle, spectacle and say, I go to Calvary Christian Center, but doctor, you know, are you saved? If you ain't saved, you ain't got nothing to say to me. You know, no, that ain't the way we represent. But she just used the word of God, and there's more. I mean, I didn't know about the colon thing and different areas, and, I, and again, there's no condemnation. If we've gone through different things, we just need you to hear. The more faith you get, like she said, from a little girl, she heard the word of God. And, and, you know, it wasn't necessarily because everybody in her family was serving God, but she got into a position where she here. And some of you, some of your family aren't where you are. But when you, you know, the greatest witness that we can be to our families is letting this word of God work in our lives. Let it work and trust him and shut down every built bit of doubt because doubt will try to come and y'all know what third john uh two says john third john two it says third john uh chapter one verse two it says beloved i wish above all things did he speaking john is speaking in on behalf of god beloved i wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health and pastors emphasizing, even as your soul. These things work. Things work for Marcia because her soul was prospered. Not just because she heard the word, but understanding that her soul, her soul. Old song used to say, my soul loved Jesus. My, oh, my soul loved Jesus. Bless his name. My soul from my innermost being, my mind, my intellect, you know, um, my suke, my, my, my mind is, is made up with him. So it says, my soul loves Jesus. I love him with everything about me. And that's what they were able to see in her, and that's what made the difference in her life. This is why we're here in healing school, because we want your soul to prosper. If your soul prospers, then you know that you can have where he says, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health. And unfortunately, there's some people out there that attack us for teaching you that God wants you to be prosperous and that he wants you to be in health. Well, you know, it's all kind of different attacks that come. But we're going to do what the word says. And as Marcia was saying, I'm not going to let you say something about me or make me say something. But God gives us the wisdom because, you know, we're trying to win people to the Lord. We're not trying to scare them off. So her life and our witness will be a, uh, our life will be a witness for us, how we handle it. We just like, you know, I'm not going to say that. And you know, many times I have to do the same thing to different doctors. And, and they're amazed at what God has done and he will continually do. So turn me in your Bibles to Proverbs 4. Proverbs 4, 22, uh, 4 and 20. Again, God gave us instructions and he gave us prescriptions for receiving anything by faith. God gave us 
an instruction and prescription for receiving anything by faith, especially healing. How many of you know we're in healing schools, so we want to hear what the word says concerning healing. So verse 20, Proverbs 4, 20, it says, my son, attend. Y'all know if it says son, it's talking about daughters too. Uh, you know, I have to break that down, right? My son, attend to my words, incline thy ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Ooh, keep them in the midst of thine heart. You know, you might say, because some of you might be in pain right now and going through different things. And I just want to encourage you to hear what the word of God is saying and, and, and trust that God hears and answers and expect. Have that expectancy out there. Because I remember the times when, when I've had like a terrible, I only had it one time, but I had a terrible um, sinus, like an upper respiratory and I, and I had never had it, didn't know exactly, there was something going on, and I, I don't, I'm not sure what all happened, but it was so painful. It was so painful. And for whatever reason, we were traveling, and they ended up on an airplane. Can y'all imagine when you're, you're respiratory? So I felt like my, my, my whole face was going to explode because it was the congestion or whatever was there. And it didn't look like, you know, because God is not against us taking medicine and, you know, but I tried to take some kind of pain medicine and it just wasn't doing anything. But I had to keep saying what the word said. I had to just know, Lord, I don't know what this is, but I know you're my healer. I know you're my deliverer. I mean, and there's just different things that you have to uh, just speak out. So it's, it's not that I don't know that you can go through different things. There's, there's some painful areas in your life. But if you know that he sent his word to heal you, if you know and you speak it out and you let the enemy know, you know, I got to get past this, Satan, because with long life, he's going to satisfy me. So my life ain't been long yet, so he ain't through with me. So you have to just like, you know, you just keep saying what the word says. Now, you know, there's some people that soul hasn't prospered. They start cussing. They say, you try to say something to them about the word, and they mad at you because their soul hasn't prospered. So, again, we want to find out where we are with this because when your soul is prospering, you, you might not physically feel like saying what the word says, but when your soul is prospering, it's like, Lord, I don't know where this is coming from, but I know you, your word it says that you sent your word to heal me, so I thank you for my healing, and I'd like for it to come real quick because I'm going through it. But please, hear what we're saying. Thank you for coming and hearing, but do it. Don't just come and hear it, but do the word of God. So again, Proverbs uh, 4.20 says, My son, daughter, attend to my words. Incline thy ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. For they are what? The word of God is life. For they are life. See, to the world, they don't understand that. But to us, his word is life. For they are life unto those who find them and health 
to all their flesh. Then in John 6, 63, you can put these in your, your um, put them down as your notes. You want to refer back to them because, again, we want to keep the word in the midst of our heart and before our eyes. So John 6, 63, it says, it is the spirit that quickeneth. See, if, if it's inside you, your spirit will be quickened with the word of God. Flesh, it says, profits nothing. It says, the words that I speak unto you, you guys there? The words that I speak unto you, they are what? Spirit and they are life. The word of God is your life. Whether you understand it, whether you've been exposed to it a lot in your life, you are exposed to it at Calvary Christian Center. So you understand that you want to put that word on the inside of you. Keep the, the word in the midst of your heart and you keep looking at it. But it is in John 6, 63, it is the spirit. So once you get your spirit, that's what happened to me. Like I said, when I was on the plane, when I was in pain, my spirit was quickened. It is the spirit that quickened. If the flesh profits nothing, but the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Thank you, Lord, for the life. Lord, I may not see the life right now. I don't feel it in my body, but, Lord, I thank you that your spirit is life. Okay. And then um, I like what it says in the Amplified, also in that same verse, John 6, 63. It is the spirit who gives us life. He is the life giver. The flesh conveys no benefit whatsoever or whatever. The flesh will just keep getting you in trouble. There is no profit in it. The words, truth, that I have been speaking to you are spirit and life. That's why we try to get you all the time to just learn the scriptures, speak the word of God. In the good times, in the rough times, when you see it and when you don't, just Speak what the word of God says. Again, Jeremiah 30 and 17. We always want to keep many healing scriptures before us so we can, so we can quicken our spirits. Jeremiah 30, 17. But I will restore to you health. I will restore to you health. Now, that's what you say. I mean... It's his will. I will restore to you health and heal your wombs, declares the Lord. I will restore health. So thank you, Lord. This is something you can be excited about. Whether you see the manifestation right now or not, I will restore to you health and heal your wombs. And the more we hear it and understand it and speak it out and expect it, it will happen for us. In the New Living Translation, it says, I will give you back your health. <laughs> ah, I will give you back your health and heal your womb, says the Lord. I want my health back. But we talked about exercising. We talked about exercising the word. So certain things we have to do. We need to listen to his direction in our lives. You may say, well, I'm going to do it this way, but if he quickens you and he tells you, okay, get up and do this, 
How much water are you drinking? When's the last time you moved and did, you know, certain kind of exercises? You have to judge because some people, you know, uh, one man, uh, he, he, he knew he needed to uh, get his body together and do some, straighten himself out some. He knew he hadn't been exercising at all. So he goes to this person's house and he just gets on all his equipment, just starts doing all these things. <laughs> And starts lifting weights and, and running place and just doing all these kind of things. Of course, the next day, he couldn't do nothing. You know, and so you got to, you know, you got to pace yourself. And, you, you know, you can't try to do everything all at once. Because so, I always say, hey, I want to uh, walk right now. Maybe one day I'll run. But I want to be able to do something the, the next day or the day after that. You don't want to tear yourself up. And, uh, but, but again, it's just the balancing to understand that it's God's will for you to be in health. So, so he'll tell you certain things to do. And then, I mean, it's nothing wrong with being somewhat sore because sometimes when you don't, haven't used certain muscles, you will be somewhat sore, but you don't want to get where you can't even. Because now after, because you did so much, now you're not going to do nothing. So you don't want to get to that point. But I'm just saying, the Lord, this, as I was sharing with you my experience, God will show you what to do. And he will speak to you through the word of God, through the man of God, through the woman of God. He will tell you what to do, and you need to walk it out. And just know that he will give you your health back. Okay, and heal your wounds. Uh, let's see. Jeremiah 17, 14. Jeremiah said, heal me, Lord. 17, 14. Heal me, Lord, and I will be healed. <laughs> Save me, and I will be saved. For you are the one I praise. Heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Again, I don't care who you've been around. I want you to see what the word says, and that's what I want you to have the receiver on, the word of God. Not all the different things, all your life history. And I'm like Marcia is, when I go to the doctor and they want to say, well, what happened to your mom? What happened to your dad? What goes on? What's happening in your family? No, I got a new bloodline, and I've been adopted into the family of God. So you don't need to know about all that. This is me right now. What do you see? And so, I mean, I know some people said, mm, but um, no, I, 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 I believe the report of the Lord. Okay. And then um, Exodus 23. Exodus 23, 25. Worship the Lord your God. Exodus 23, 25. Worship the Lord your God, and his blessings will be on your food and your water. <laughs> Worship him. How many know a lot of our problems is our food and our water? So we just want to worship the Lord, and we don't have to worry about, I'm not telling you to go crazy with food. I'm just saying, because you said, well, I blessed it, and I just started eating everything that that my body is saying, uh-uh, you can't do that no more. I had that to happen. Several things that I had, it's like, mm-mm, I don't like the way I feel after I eat this. 
So you can just push past it and say, well, the Lord said he'll bless it. No, he's blessing you to feel and understand and take note of what's going on in your body so that you can make some changes. We said, well, so-and-so can have that. They can eat it. They can, well, you do what you got to do. This is a personal, God will guide you and he will direct you. So worship the Lord your God. I'm just saying how people can go to, from one extreme to another. They'll use the name of God to, to just break all the rules and say, you know, but I'm, you know, I'm worshiping him. It's like I used to do with, with school. The, Lord, the scripture says that he'll bring back everything to your remembrance. So I wouldn't study in school. And I would go to church all night because I loved the presence of the Lord. And I'd stay up all night and I wouldn't do my studying and, and my schoolwork. But I would go to school and I'd say, well, the Lord said he'll bring it back to my remembrance. But he said the things that I have taught you. He can't bring it back if you haven't learned nothing. He'll bring it back if you read it, if you study it. I'm just saying how you got to just rightly divide the word of truth. So it's the same with, with, with your uh, food and your water. And, and he said, I'll bless it. But you've got to hear what he's saying and be directed. But he said, I'll bless you because you worship me. Okay. And then um, I just want you for homework, for time's sake. I just uh, enjoyed reading the book, uh, Hezekiah in, in the book of um, Isaiah, the 38th chapter. 30th chapter of uh, Isaiah, that whole chapter was good. Uh, it just, just hearing how somebody went through something and he was asking the Lord for some more years of his life. God had basically told him, you know, your time is up. But, you know, and then sometimes your doctors will tell you or somebody else will tell you. So it's good to just kind of hear the story of Hezekiah. And I like the verse, I'm just going to go over verse uh, 16 and 19. Um, Let's see, from the Message Bible, because that's why I want y'all to read it for homeworks. You can read it in whatever translation, the whole chapter of Isaiah, so you can get the full. But he says, Master, Isaiah 38, 16 and 19 is what I'm reading, 16 through 19. Oh, Master, these are the conditions in which people live. And yes, in these very conditions, my spirit is still alive, fully recovered. So, so he had been through where God had restored, fully recovered with a fresh infusion of life. Again, he had been told he was going to die, but he said, these are some of the conditions people live in. But he said, here am I, fully recovered with a fresh infusion of life. It seems it was good for me to go through all these troubles. Again, this is him saying this. God didn't say it's good for you to go through the trouble. But he's saying, and in my spiritual mom, which is going to be here this month, she said also when she went through her cancer and she, she went through the things, she said basically it was good for her because if she didn't know what she was doing, she would keep doing it to her, her body. She said she, was, she wasn't drinking any water. She wasn't eating any live food. All she was doing was eating all the you know, all the different things, the gravies and the, and the white this and all these different things. And she said that was good for her to know now what her body was trying to tell her all along. So this way she can live out the rest of these years 
without having to worry about it. So here, because otherwise I would like to learn it without having to go through it. And so that's, that's the best thing. But God will give different people to teach you different things. They learn. So he's saying here, it was, um, it was good for me to go through all the, those troubles. Throughout them all, you held tight to my lifeline. Throughout them all, you held tight to my lifeline. You never let me tumble over the edge into nothing. But my sins, you let go of. Threw them over your shoulder. Good riddance. So whatever he did wrong, God just got rid of him. And it says the dead don't thank you. But he's, he's at the point. So he's, I'm alive, so I'm still here to thank you. He said the dead don't thank you. And choirs don't sing praises from the morgue. <laughs> choirs don't sing praises from the morgue. Those buried six feet under don't witness to your faithful ways. It's the living, live men, live women who thank you, just as I am doing right now. So he says, parents give their children full reports of your faithful ways. So we give God a full report. We let the world know that he is faithful. Let me see how it says. Um, okay, the King James says at the end, it says, therefore we will sing my songs to the string instruments all the days of our life in the house of God. So it's what we're doing, we're gonna praise God. So this is the time we praise him, not from the morgue, not from the grave. He's going to heal us here. He's going to deliver us. And he's giving God praise for delivering him when he had said, you, your days is over. But God gave him life, which he's given us, and we're going to praise him. We're going to keep on praising him, and he's going to keep giving us life. He's going to keep showing himself strong on our behalf as we keep letting his word be in our hearts keeping him in the midst of our hearts, saying what he says about us, giving him praise again. Thank you, Lord, even if this is happening, but Lord, thank you for what, what is better, okay? And you keep thanking him because we got a long way to go in the things of God. Amen, amen, amen. So, Father, we thank you for each one that is here. We thank you, Lord, that we have our antennas up. And we are good receivers, receivers of the good things that you have for us. Lord, we will not say what our flesh wants to say. We will say what our spirit is saying, that we are the healed and not the sick, that you sent your word to heal us and to deliver us from all destruction, that we are the redeemed of the Lord, and we say so. And according to Psalms 91, with long life, you will satisfy each one of us and show us your salvation. In that salvation is our health, our healing, our deliverance, our safety, our soundness, our preservation and prosperity. Lord, we receive all that you have for us in salvation, long life. We will see all these things happening for us and our families that you will get the glory and you will get the praise. In Jesus' name, amen.